There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Don't you like to spend Christmas on Fuckboy Island? How'd you like to get a dick? In your ass or in your mouth. Um, I I don't think that's what this is about. Not not for the girls. I kind of wish it was about that. No one's banging. No one's banging. Maybe that's what's going to happen in later episodes. Y'all, welcome to Fuckboy Island. (laughs) This is season one, episode four. F-Boy Island. F-Boy Island. Because we're we're very prudish here. Season one, episode four, Sleepless. In the villa. We're very prudish at HBO Max, it's which true. shows boobs anytime we boobs. want to. It doesn't show enough dick, though. I agree. When's the last time you saw dick on HBO? Uh, I was, I was going to say, if you stopped, when's the last time you saw dick? I'm like, earlier this morning. Oh, oh really? <laughs> That's why you're in a good mood. No! You told me you were arrested, not bested. Well. <laughs> mm. so, Y'all, we're together, if you're wondering why we can again. sing together. Yes, I'm in Los Angeles. I'm back home. Um, Thank fuck. This, okay. We've entered, we had a kind of a, we kind of had a cliffhanger. Ish. Mm. Ish, mm-hmm. or a big episode. Last when, episode. When, when Matt, who was leaving, called Garrett out for having a girlfriend. Yes. And they were all so shocked because his F-boyness is apparently not perceivable by any of the women. <laughs> Especially Nakia, who just was, was, was just shocked. Nakia <laughs> seems like a nice person, but if you look up bad choices in the dictionary, it's a picture Whoa. of Nakia just kind of biting her finger like, Ooh. And weirdly, how much she jumps on the bad wagon of other, the other women's questionable choices. Well, Sarah's a little... Sarah didn't have great decisions this episode either, no. y'all, no. because as we know, Garrett and Sarah were kind of starting to... Right. And Garrett is one of the few people that, from day one of this show, well, they told us he was an F-boy. Yeah. It's also because he's a star. He is a star. And we get it. He's I, never said, I'm an F-boy. No, he's an did F-boy. Did he actually? Wait, no, he, he said he's king of the F-boys, but he never. But I, don't I think guess he did, yeah. It was a never a question. It was kind of assumed the way he just talked about banging a lot of women, and that's all he <laughs> wanted to do, and he's yeah. here for the money. We yeah, got yeah, yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it. But however, we've been, there was this kernel planted the last episode where 
Garrett was starting to have feelings for Sarah. And that was yeah. the transgressive kind of thing about this yeah, show. Yeah, I didn't buy it. And, well, I think that's what the show's trying to do. And I want to bring up something that's going to pay off, hopefully, for later episodes. And that the show started off kind of like Too Hot to Handle as a joke concept. Mm-hmm. It's a jokey concept. Mm-hmm. And then we're trying to make something more real out of it. I agree with that. And and I'm I can kind of get how that's working. And I want you to pay attention. I want you to think about this. When when the women are are expecting the men to start revealing more about themselves, the women don't necessarily start sharing as much. Mm-hmm. It's it's a weird weird reverse of a concept. Yeah. Um and I think that's a that's a problem. Um I don't know if it's a problem. Because think about it. It's and well, here's why, especially CJ. CJ's not wanting to really go deep. But she addresses that. She does. But not in this episode, that's a but problem. She does addresses, yeah. <laughs> but I mean it's a, I I I'm interested in the show. I still but like I'm saying where it's going. She's wanting that from the men. Yes. But I think it's also this show is kind of taking, for instance, this episode, as we kind of talk about with CJ and Casey a lot, the whole thing of this show is that the ball is in the women's court. When these women yes. have felt like they've been kind of subjugated to fuck boys and men's rules and the ball and men have kind of had their their pick of the pick of the litter of women or they've right. controlled them. I think that's part of the show is maybe, and I'm not saying this is right or wrong. I think the show set it up that the women don't have to reveal or be as vulnerable because they're in control. I know what you're saying. They're like and on I, the throne. And I agree, kind of it. And I agree with you. I don't know if that works for a dating show at the that's end of what, the day. That, that is, that's but my I'm point. saying the show set it up that way that the women that, are and the that's arbiters. Why you, you're, you're, you're adding to my point. That the show starts off as a joke show in yeah. that way of this is not going to be a real dating show. It's like whatever, what happens when what things happens stop? When, we, when we turn the tables what and happens women are – when things start getting real? When the Amazons are, are mm-hmm. in power. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and because that's the one place where fuckboys can't that, – that they have to – when the women are deciding who the fuckboys mm-hmm. are, it seems like a lot of power are given to them. But I would agree with you. Is that a successful premise for a dating show for lasting relationships? I don't know. We're gonna because really, if women really want the power, y'all just start fucking some women. Fuck men. Who needs them? <laughs> or start. Or this is really sad. Make more money than the men. Well, at least in America, yeah, that's and that's how we're, almost impossible. The way the way our system is. You don't set need up. a dick. Fuck a chick. <laughs> true. It's true. I don't necessarily want to do it, but uh, no more for them. <laughs> It's fine. I'm fine being powerless um, and tied up. But Whoa. I wanna, I'm going to come back to that because th- this this is the episode where I started to see that veil kind of fall. Oh, for sure. And yeah. I think so, y'all. There. Um, so let's just jump in. So Nikki is Nikki is a great host for this. Oh, y'all. she's, she's great. always the funniest part. She's being a therapist and asking them and on a couch. And Israel says, one time this woman had two bins of costumes, every cartoon character. And she's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he said, and then 
Israel makes a confession that I'm not into guys, but I don't care if a guy watches. I don't watches. care if they watch. Poodle went somewhere. I did. Ooh. I went somewhere, too. I'd watch, and I'd draw you like one of my French girls. <laughs> oh, Jack. <laughs> um, so, meanwhile, back at the villa, um, the guys are talking, and Josh is like, they, uh, they're like, they're kind of shocked. They're just like, wow, I can't believe Matt threw Garrett yeah. under the, I loved it. G- Matt was like, I'm a nice guy. I get kicked, get kicked. I got kicked out of here. Let's just burn it all. I'm fine with it too. And the weirdest thing is Garrett, of course, was more upset about Matt breaking bro code than about what had actually been revealed. And Th- that's and true. That- and that's kind of this thing. These guys, it comes up a lot this episode, and that is what's more important to the men, the relationship with these women well, or the relationship with other men. I think I think it's less about that. And I'm gonna actually side on that on the relationship with being being a good a good person in the community is very important. These women don't seem to think that's important at all. Mm-hmm. And I wanna bring up that in in a show where the man is looking for a woman mm-hmm. in a group of other uh, lots of other women. That's never been an issue. But the man never cared about the women finding building attachments. No, that's true because so it's, and it's so weird. And we've had this problem in on a show where there was a woman uh, finding. Was it? It was Labor of Love, where where God he, don't me, remind Christy. Me. God the hell <laughs> or don't y'all. We always say listen to our recaps even <laughs> if you don't watch the show. Skip that one. But Christy. Like these three women have a real problem when the men start bonding. Mm -hmm. They're like, they're here for me. And it's weird. Yeah, and the show kind of sets that up. Um, We'll get into that in a minute. But but think about it. In The Bachelor, that's never addressed. uh, There's never been a Bachelor who says, you know, Jennifer, I think you're spending way too much time with Sandy. Mm -hmm. And are you here for a girlfriend or are you here for me? And maybe it's because that's the way. It's kind of a different show, though, too. Well, it's different for a lot of reasons. But um, it's also the hosts are a little more involved in The Bachelor. So they kind of can. can Yeah. I'm just talking about I'm just talking about gender dynamics. No, whereas here it's kind of like the guys seem to kind of be thrown to themselves. Yeah, there is. The women are to themselves. So they should be that bonding with one another. I think the. The only I like this show a lot, um, a lot actually. But the thing that was the biggest problem had too many guys. The first episode, I agree, and I think it created that bond. And and now we're kind of seeing there's, um, I don't think the women are attaching to enough. There's too many men to choose from. Yeah, so they kind of just get to know a couple instead of getting to know. I think this would be way more interesting if they started off with 12 guys total right? or maybe 16 total, but, and then they're really attached to six guys. And and let me just bring up one more thing, and we'll go on. Do you – the women seem to think it's a real problem if the guys make friendships in the house that somehow could that – are, that are stronger than their relationships. I don't – I don't know. I think in this instance, so let's just jump in and talk about, yeah. we'll skip around this episode. Let's just talk about CJ and Garrett because that's what we're talking about. We'll talk about all the other stuff, or, uh, CJ and Casey later. But basically, y'all, um, we'll just go to the end of the middle, Poodle. Um, 
basically, well, we're talking about CJ and Garrett. We need oh, to just okay. talk. It's confusing for us to then. Sorry, I had something it. on my mind. I know, but we should just talk about the middle. So we're going to fuck up the order of the show. So I hope you can keep track. Uh, so uh, what well, we, we we did talk about this because it's it's Garrett talking to Casey. That's why I was talking basically, about this. Yeah, Garrett is talking to Casey about this. And then long or the short of this later on, Casey and um, uh, well, that's let's not jump ahead. Then we'll get to it later. Are you sure? Yes. Okay, then we need to bookmark this subject. We'll talk about. Well, I'll, <laughs> no, I'll answer I will. that question later. Then. Well, no, I was gonna because it really gets in CJ's and Casey's conversation. That's what I'm when saying. They, I can I can yeah. wait. Okay, and so um, so Garrett and Casey are talking, and Garrett's kind of like, it's pretty wonderful, I have to say, because Garrett Garrett is gross. He's a jerk. He's really gross, and it's kind of wonderful seeing him seeing him just be called out. It, or, I, I have no sympathy for him, him at all. Not having any explain, being able to explain it. So Cause, y'all, because he's a just a he's a douchebag. Yeah. Uh, so Garrett goes over to where Nakia and CJ are, and he's like, "Can I sit down?" He's like, "No, stand up." And loved it. The I I like it too. After a while, it seems petty. Uh, the way the women are treating the men, especially CJ. Yeah. And I've she, been and I've been talking about how I loved her in the beginning. I'll be I'll be returning to this topic. Okay. Um, I I I thought it was great. I loved it because um, no, I'm just saying it makes them seem small. I mean, Garrett's little digs. Well, yeah, but I mean, it's good TV. Garrett now says he has to earn her trust again. Y'all remember he's a Bitcoin investor. <laughs> That's gonna be hard to find. He's a, he even says. You know, I've got to get her to trust me again. Even his dude, have you thought about cryptocurrency? Yeah, even in his in the moment, he's like, you know, he tells the camera because I'm here to find, uh, you know, uh, love. Like he doesn't, he can't even say it flat out. Yeah, I and then so then when he does get to talk to her, you guys, he's she's like, so you didn't have a girlfriend or you did? He's talking out of both sides of his mouth. He's saying things like, we did break up, but it was mutual. And Nikita's like, I'm appalled by your response. Yeah. Again, she's quick to jump on others, even though she's surrounded by F-boys. Well, but his response at the end of episode three was pretty horrible. Remember, Uh, Nikki said, you know, she said to him, that other girl, do you think she would be hurt by watching this? And he said, yeah, probably. Oh, no, I agree with you. I'm saying, I think I'm talking about the whole episode. Okay. With, with her and But I'm just saying, Garrett. in this moment, I think, though, she, I think they are appalled because, I mean, he's basically, they're thinking, they're thinking of this other woman who was, who they think has been hurt by this. Mm-hmm. So, so finally, Sarah, CJ and CJ's like, your lying boyfriend's here. And so Sarah comes up and. You know, Garrett's like, I'm nervous. I'm excited. And she's like, okay, last night your explanation didn't cut it. And Garrett was like, I loved it. Because Garrett said, well, yeah, Matt took a low blow. And Matt was saying that. Yeah, she's like, nope. Sarah just went, nope. Let's, we're not here to talk about Matt. Answer the question. And that's a, a very fair thing to do. And she's not. She's not being super petty and nasty to him. She's just being honest. No. This is what it is. Sarah kind of becomes a boss, and yeah. I love it. I, I did not expect this from she's her. She's kind of my favorite of all the I women. Did not expect, uh, uh, I did not expect yeah. that from Sarah at all. She's my favorite. My new favorite. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> a Stan CJ. So Garrett says, well, I wouldn't be here if I was with her. And, you know, and he said, 
and Sarah said, but how did it end? And he was like, well, you know, I just don't want to be an asshole. He doesn't end. The, he doesn't ever answer the question of how it ended. No. He still That's what I'm her. saying. He's talking out of both sides of his mouth. That's and, what that yeah. means. No, no, I know what it means. I'm just giving an example. And so Sarah finally says, I'm not buying what he's selling. You can't play me. I'm smarter than that. And he leaves. And then he leaves. And so Garrett's like, wow, that didn't go good. Didn't, didn't go, go good. Um, so Casey and CJ uh, are talking. Yeah, it's that night. And uh, and she he kind of walks up to her and he kind of does like this. This is a game she's playing. And this is episode four. Yeah. Every time it's kind of like he she's trying to remind him that she's in control. Yeah. That doesn't dig at you. No, I'm just not after a while. That's who she was the first episode. I'm not. But you can't do that. This is episode four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, that's CJ. She is someone who likes control. So, no, I wasn't. Yeah, she wants to definitely show that he's in, that she's in control. But do you think that's a way to – she in her in the moments, mm-hmm. she keeps saying, I'm ready to, to open myself up, uh-huh. and I don't see that in any of the footage. Um, I think that's because Casey – a lot of that, too, is because I think Casey's the wrong guy for her. I think that that triggers that in her. I totally to, agree with you to not let her guard down because um, because she doesn't trust him because you know we've I, got we've gone back and forth. We don't know yet. We don't know if Casey's an F boy or not. I totally agree with you that that he triggers her big time. Yeah, in both positive and negative ways. Oh, for sure. So, but you can't. You have to agree they have the most the most chemistry. Yeah, but who you have chemistry with is not who you is right. But for you. it's a huge. I know, it's, but from poodle swath of men he's dated. But I'm saying you have to have chemistry, in, but even even Oh, then, yeah, for yeah. sure. So let's talk about – she starts in saying, why are you married to Garrett? Yes. That's her, that's her biggest issue. Uh-huh. So the fact that she can't tell Casey to move on, and she's like, you came here to find a girlfriend, not a boyfriend. Again, dis- digging at his masculinity – Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and Casey and says, well, he was my first friend here. And CJ was kind of like, I don't care at all. Like, I yeah. don't care about that. Um, and Casey says, you know, she's um, – she, she, does Casey say – he says he didn't know that he had a girlfriend. He said I, he never talked about it. He said they never talked about um, it at all. But again, and I want to talk about this. They're uh, – both Nakia – I think Sarah may have talked to it. They get very upset when when the men have uh, spent time. They're like, I feel like you're here more for the guys than for me. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, and she says, somebody says, I'm not telling you to, def- oh, she says, I'm not telling you to defend your, defend yes, she your, is. Yes, yeah, but yeah, she, but that's what she says. <laughs> yeah. I'm not telling you to defend so, your friend. So basically she's giving him an ultimatum in yes. this and saying, don't hang out with him. It's the only, and she says, she says this. This is really interesting. Um, uh, you, this is your um, – she's threatening him with his future in the game. She's like, this is your – basically. Yeah. What is he doing? Yeah. And as someone who is a competent guy, mm-hmm. this is – I cannot even imagine uh, – it's, it's almost like does she want someone who's going to completely – subvert herself but she says she loves confidence and cockiness mm-hmm. and then when there's a guy who's doing it mm-hmm. i it just this seemed like he was he was miscalculating here um but 
She said, it offends me that you're speaking with Garrett and Casey. She said, Casey should know the difference from men like Garrett in the competition because winners win. Mm-hmm. In other words, Garrett is a loser. I only want a, a man who hangs out with winners. Yes. And where Casey's starting, he gets offended because he's basically saying, this to me doesn't feel like there's mutual respect. And you what know kind the of fr- R word here that I have I a know. problem with. And what kind of friend would I be if I dropped him and he tries to sell it? And, and he says, you know I'm here for you. You know that. And that's when she says, if he wants to be here, winners win. Yes. Um, I just – this soured me so badly on her. I wrote in all caps right after she said winners win. I love her. <laughs> no, and I knew we were going to fight about this. We're not going to fight. No, no, have disagreement about I think, this. But I think what I'm seeing is um, I'm maybe not taking the show as seriously because the show is kind of – and I think that's one problem with the show. It's a little bit, is this – is this a game? Yeah. Is this finding love? Because to me, when I watch the show, this is not about finding love for me. Oh, this show, show to me is about figuring out who's a fuckboy and who's not, and that's kind of the point of the show. The, I totally agree with you. However, this show has intentions to send three women home with men. I, but I'm just, yeah, but what's intention, what came out? I feel like it's that. So when I watch this, it's not like, um, I don't feel as deep. It feels more like candy to me and not. I, um, I agree with you, but you are with that. You are throwing out all of these women's feelings. I am. That they're having. Because it's, this show feels that way for me, which I really like it. So when I watch CJ, I I think I, I'm not. I, I kind of. But maybe it's just I've had so many. I just had a lot of girlfriends, and so maybe it's that part in me. I've had a lot of girlfriends who've gotten really fucked so over. Have I. I know, I, but there <laughs> is something. There is something, and I think the show is playing on that. There is something a little rewarding of kind of seeing a woman treated, treating like a beautiful man, a little bit like a dick. Because I know going to be women who went through. I that. agree, but that's not. This is a reality show. Mm-hmm. They are still – you You may not think the process or how the sausage is made mm-hmm. is going to do that, but their goal is to show actual love it by is. the end. It is, but yeah, but I'm just uh, – they're not – they need to sell that harder because I'm not buying that. That's interesting because it ideally that's the only reason to keep people watching. Yes, ideally. But for some people, I think – but for me, I – for me, the mystery is like uh, – this isn't necessarily a, so, a, a huge spoiler, but we find out kind of later on who's right. fuckboys and who's not. And so are you interested anymore? And, that, and this show's less interesting to me after that because I'm interested in that component. And to me, that's why the show decided they wanted to double down on that. And that's – I think that – because we've now watched a couple of the episodes. Mm-hmm. And that's why – and maybe I'm retroactively thinking about this. I'm starting to see the seeds put in to that. Yeah. And that's why the show starts to ring a little false to me. Yeah, I can see that. Especially CJ. Um, I think, though, I think it's, I think a lot of this for CJ is like. He, he triggers her big time. I don't I, totally I think agree. a lot of this is, um, look, I do like CJ a lot. Would I be friends with her, like per se, in real life? Probably not, because I probably would be hard to have a. It's just hard for, I think, CJ to get real and authentic with people. Yeah. And I think, I think what this is more about is less about him being friends with Garrett, but more just about it bothers her that he's friends with Garrett. 
and because she needs, realizes she needs to be the center she, of the attention. She, no, well, I think it's more she realizes she is freaked out that it bothers her so much because she cares about him so much, and this is a way of oh, let me just block you out. That makes sense. Then you're not getting I could close. see that. Then you're not getting close. Queen, to you are in, you are smart. So I I kind of read it as CJ with that, and I think that she um I think she talks about that later on. But it, it, I also, though, as somebody who plays the game, I think Casey is— This is a miscalculation. I think he's stupid as far as the gameplay well, of being on because this, this makes is, him dig in. This is, a, this is a real move in a fake game. That's yes. what I want to—we're I wanna, going to talk about this and, a little bit and, later. And I do think there's something to be said. This isn't just a regular dating show where you're like, whoa, somebody has a boyfriend. This show is setting up good guys— bad guys yeah at least at the beginning the first four or five episodes this yeah. show is good guys bad guys and the fact that this is actually when and we'll find out later as soon as casey started kind we of just pl- jump to it because we're we're talking about it now well no we're talking but no i say is casey defending garrett here uh yeah this is in the this, this is the, their first thing together we're talking yeah, about and with casey defending garrett here this in my mind and we'll see but i went oh I always thought he was a nice guy. And he's a fuckboy. Me too. He's a fuckboy. This is when I because knew. Because if he wasn't a fuckboy, he would distance himself, yep. but in a nice... But I went, oh. My my vote changed yeah. at this point. Totally changed at this, and I went, he really is Poodle's type. Yep. <laughs> and you know what? It, I, Honestly, I, mine too. Something turned in me for him. I'm not a big fan of his anymore, either. I'm not. Especially yeah. by the end of this. But no. This was a. Let, can we just go ahead and talk to the, about this? Then we'll go back. Sure. I just think we're ha- it's it's the same conversation. Okay. That so later on. You oh, guys, when they talk. Yeah, they we're gonna we're we're getting a little bit ahead of ourselves, but CJ, uh, they have a, a date later on that night where they're asked to spend the night, and CJ, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and and they're there. He she invites him. So they've still and she's even saying things like. I'm invite. I'm I'm asking Casey because I'm I need to find out if he likes Garrett more than me. Mm-hmm. And again, so she's still playing the fake game. She's still playing the fun. Like, and she I, does like to be the center of attention. I though, agree. And she said that. But this would have been okay in episode two or three. But remember, we have nine episodes or ten episodes of this show. We're we are now in phase two where you have to start making connections, and that's what Nikki keeps saying. You, we don't need anybody who's so. I guess I'm 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 going on what they're telling me, and you're mm-hmm. going on the fun show, which is a completely viable way to see this mm-hmm. or or joke show. This is the same problem I have with Too Hot to Handle. They don't know if it wants to be a joke show or yeah, a real. I'm show. going off of what it's actually happening. Whether or not the show says we want this, right? I'm seeing what's happening because. Y'all, I'm telling you now, this is my prediction. Spoiler alert. CJ's not going to go home with anyone. No one. Because she can't. Yep. She can't get to that place in her life. Yeah. And so I think that it's – and she might – and maybe doing this helps her realize that. Well, in in what I said earlier is in in a perfect world, the women would go home with no boy and learn – and it would be like Too Hot to Handle where there are workshops with these women on how – especially Nakia – God, oh God, she needs to know how to not pick a fucking fuck boy. She's got horrible taste. But, but don't you think that's more interesting than actually? It's funnier to watch these fuck boys get knocked out. Anyway, but so later on that night, you guys, uh, she is. They're still talking about. So she she actually brings up Garrett. She's like, 
Are you still you st- still feeling your boyfriend or something like that? Yes. And what she wants is for him to say, you know what? You're more important than a boy in this house. You're more important than a friendship. And I've, I've said this before in shows where I think I said this about Labor of Love. When you're especially looking for a father for your children or that, mm-hmm. or when you're looking for someone who's a genuinely good person, don't you want them to form bonds with people? Isn't it great to date someone who mm-hmm. has friends mm-hmm. who is not super competitive? Yeah. That's not who CJ likes to date. <laughs> it's, it's interesting. And that maybe that's why she always finds fuckboys. No, I'm, yes, so, I think it's it, – so, it'll, it'll take a lot for her to be with a nice guy. I agree. So Garrett uh, – so this is later on. Um, there it is. Where am I? Where am I? Oh, no, where am I? Friends? Oh, why is this – okay, this is much later. There, I, now, I'm on, now I'm on it. You're um, talking about where they're laying down and they're making out and all that, right? Yes. Yeah. Why is this so hard for me to find so, where things Casey are? So, Casey says, like, there's some serious things that I want to talk about Oh, yeah, yeah. Her. And, yeah. And Casey, they're kind of making out. Casey's like, okay, this is where I get real. And listen to what people are telling you because CJ responded and said, I want someone who's fun, cool, and cute. Yeah, he said, what do you want? And we think, we think uh, this is going to be an actual real moment. And... He starts talking. You can tell her he's like, uh-oh, he's getting deep. This is mayday, mayday, mayday. He should have listened when she told him that. I agree. He to- he, she told he him. He should have read their cue. Well, she did, did say, I want a partner to do – she said, a partner to do stuff with. Yeah. Um, and I do think the other two women are more quickly to ready to settle down than it's CJ It's also hard is. because, y'all, the, all these women are in their 20s. Like, this show would no, be it's way true. more interesting to me. If it was women in their early thirties, like, early thirties, yeah, that because really... unfortunately society doesn't want women who are over thirty-five. <laughs> no, <laughs> they'd have to be their early thirties. Because 30s. honestly, all these people at this age in their lives should all just be fucking each I other. I agree. They should. However, that's not what reality shows in general. I know. So, um, so she basically he says, um, "I want you to know this is a two-way street." And that you've been all fun and games and using your comedy. But he was thinking this was a strategy for him to... Wrong strategy. This is the wrong strategy for her. Definitely. Yeah. But I understand the, I understand the feeling behind it. Because You can't talk to felt, a snake when they're coiled ready to strike. Exactly. And that... He felt, yeah. he felt like she was always talking down to him. And he said... Um, he said... You're, she's like, no. She's like, why are you doing right now? She's just so confused because he – basically, he's been playing her game, the, the, the charming game, for a long time. Yes. And all of a sudden, he's going to make a real pass because I think he's thinking – I think he thinks he's making a big move in the game. I also think – maybe where CJ's coming from, too. We haven't seen – we haven't seen them get – kind of real with each other about how they feel about one another. We haven't seen anybody do that. We, we've seen them flirt with each other. So I yeah. can imagine if it's CJ, I think probably CJ is like, wait a minute. So you're telling me you have, you care about your friend and you want to stand by your friend, but you've never really said, I really like you. I want to pursue this. They, they kind of just flirt. That's actually not true. 
they've had two full dates where they sit there and the, on the paddleboard and say, "This oh, is I so about great." That date. I forgot this about is that day. they've had they've had like two full dates with. Because I another. just don't remember that. That was I feel like all their conversations are kind of flirty and and I think he's trying to get it to be. He's I, trying to have a real conversation. I blame her for that, honestly. Uh, yeah, I think I think they that the first real conversation needs to probably not be about somebody else. You know yes. what I mean? Yes. If it's each, it needs to be about us. Well, and I think this was a this was but for him, this was this was a trigger because he'd had girlfriends who say, I don't want you to see this guy. I don't want you to so so both of them were going off of previous experience. It is I think um they say this later, but it's true. They're very much alike. And yep. I think where I said she is starting to feel Feelings for him, I think he's really into her. I think he's starting to feel, and that makes him uncomfortable too. Yep. So he can talk about Garrett and use that as his his pedestal to stand on because he knows that I don't think he feels comfortable getting close to her either. You think he was trying to get her to Both, break up with him? I think it's a b- bit of subconscious self sabotage. Maybe. Uh, I don't think he would try to get kicked off the show. Not kicked off the show, but I think. Well, subconsciously. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so but anyway, y'all didn't but, go good. But she immediately says you need. She's like, you're confused, Casey. Again, she's talking down to him. Which oh, yeah. He can't handle. No, he can't. And uh, and they 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 y'all, it's a pterodactyl full on pterodactyl, pterodactyl. alert. So Nakia comes over there and of course, protecting them. And all this. So she this is the interesting way she describes this. She's like, he's acting all arrogant. Yes, to her. Right. Because he's not paying attention to her. It's, it's an interesting tens- translation. Oh, yeah. He's trying to get real with her about her behavior. Yeah. And she says immediately he's arrogant. But see, you don't. I mean, what is that word for her? I don't know. I think that word for her uh, is. I don't know. I'd have to. Uh, it was just a very interesting choice of words. And he says he's trying to check me. Which I think for for someone who is not – y'all, people in your life that aren't open to criticism from other people right. often do feel like someone's trying to check them or put them in a place yep. or lessen them. And he's not trying to do that at all, but that's just her own pro- – she does yeah. feel that way. I just – I see someone – Because the way he talked to her was very – for the most part, at least from everything we saw, was – very real and well, very I, kind. I and guarantee you there's been – this will be very divisive for people because women who've had men talk to them like this, especially yeah. F-boys, will be triggered by it as well. Yeah. And I was more, in, in my own way, triggered by her talking down to him constantly. And part of it is the idea of the game, that the men are – just like um, completely just bloviatingly like flattering the women. That's the whole thing. That's the whole thing. Strangely enough, that's not real. That's and not the real. girls are trying but to get to the CJ, real truth. Remember, um, you know, I didn't wasn't a fan of CJ the first episode because remember a guy, would, I always forgot the older guy went up to talk to her and she completely just ignored him and acted, right. acted like he didn't exist. And that's like such a... Horrible thing, I think, to do to another yeah. human. Um, but that's, I feel like this is the same continu- continuation this is of the that same, same behavior. Yes. Um, 
I think so, we just forgot about that because right. she was starting to have realish she, moments with Casey. Yeah. And then it just got too— Because she was worried. It's so, like MTV. What happens when things start getting real? This is interesting. He, She says he tried to check me, and, and he then this is his big mortal sin. He's like, come on, I just want to have a conversation. And then all of a sudden it turns into you're at the club, and your girlfriend got her other girlfriend, and they're not wanting to listen to you. He's like, you know you don't want anybody else. You know. Oh, this was it. I was like, okay, bud, you've lost. Yeah. You're he's done. Lost. He's because he's. You um, gave it away. He gave it away, and um, instead of saying again, which a lot of people don't say this, instead of saying this hurts my feelings, right. I'm, I, I'm so distraught by this. He kind of just bowed up, right, and it was kind of like he said "fuck you" without saying "fuck yep. you." That doesn't go good. This was. This was the realest attempt in the game. This could have been a real change, you guys. And because yeah. we've been playing a joke game. I, that's what I'm calling it. Because I think, too, I think, look, I think because of the way CJ acts, mm-hmm. I guarantee you, she's been with a lot of Garrett's. Oh, definitely. A lot of guys. That's who, why I'm saying this so, is very triggering for her. So when he's saying, I want to be friends with him, she sees that as. Then you're accepting and saying what he's his behavior was right. fine, but they never talk about that. Yeah. But if they had actually, yeah. if she had actually talked about this has been my experience and this is how I've been hurt by guys, right? Da, 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 and if Casey actually, it, you're right. It could have been a really great moment that solidified them. Yeah. But it's just they're both not really not ready capable. To, yeah. And and because because if I just want to add, I guarantee you, if she said that to Casey, of. Uh, this really hurt me, da-da-da, he would probably say, he probably would come back with, you know, well, what does it have to do with Garrett? That's not, I could see him, like, still defending Garrett right. and not attuning to her pain. Yeah. But if she would have said, I've been with a lot of Garretts. Yeah. He would have gone, oh, I'm not a Garrett. Blah, blah, uh, blah. Yeah, I'm not, a, and, but I don't know she if She can't be that vulnerable. And I don't know if he would make the, make the, the the connection of oh by me being friends with him it then it associates me with a Garrett right right anyway um but anyway she basically dismisses him guys it was good TV yo. she goes I was cl- I was clutching my pearls it was good TV um let's go back to uh that we we jumped in time a little bit but uh OG Jared and Nakia. <laughs> When I look into your eyes, when I when I when I look into your eyes, Nikia, I feel like I'm the only one here. I mean, we're the only ones here. Yes, that was somewhere in time, the Christopher Reeve movie. Sing it again. You know that the theme. I know, but I played that this this, and I didn't even recognize it. No, that's just what I think. That's literally Gary. Roll the song. It's, it was out of time. I just sang that. Nope, you're incorrect. <sighs> Something's <laughs> up with your ears. You might want to get them checked. If you sang it in time, you know. Da, 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 dee, no, I sang it with emotion da, da, and the way I wanted da, da, to feel. Um, no, I made a choice. <laughs> I literally played that like 50 times in China. Well, you think you would know it then. So yes, yeah, so uh, 
So yes, yeah, so Nakia is wait, who are you? I was the about? piano soloist. Oh god. <laughs> I'm sorry I brought it up, y'all. You know what? This was actually a good moment because you guys, we need to take a break. God, we have not shut up about this. And so we're gonna take a break and we'll be right back. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Oh, Lord, let's just get this over with. Maybe sunrise surprise? Oh, that one's pretty. No, it's got lilies. God, Jaybird lilies are for funerals, you know that. Poodle, what are you doing? By the height of your hair, I can tell you're stressed. Stress doesn't even begin to cover it, Maddie. We're about to go on tour again, so I've got to get the perfect flower arrangement picked out for Mother Poodle for her upcoming birthday. I don't know if you're aware, but she's a little choosy when it comes to flowers. I was once berated for sending a bouquet that was too pink and not in a purple, and don't even get her started on baby's breath. Cool. Whoa. Well, maybe instead of flowers this year, you could get her an original song from Songfinch. Songfinch! Yes, our Canadian fans love the song we had written for them. And a Songfinch original song won't arrive with a bunch of half-dead flowers and weeds. Sissies, are you trying to find the perfect gift for someone special in your life but feeling overwhelmed? Finding a truly unique gift that they'll actually love can be challenging and frustrating. That's why we're so excited we discovered Songfinch. It's such an amazing, thoughtful gift and it's easy and fun to make. That's right. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. They also have unique add-ons that make the gift even more special, like a vinyl record of your song or a -a one-of-a-kind piece of art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. And y'all, we were absolutely blown away by our song, Finch Song. They had all of our inside jokes in it, and our sissies loved it. It really summed up everything we wanted to say to our fans for helping us get to where we are today. Whether your song is for Father's Day, an upcoming graduation, wedding, or an anniversary, or even a mother poodle birthday gift, or just a gift to show your loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in one of Songfinch's top artists. Don't waste another dollar on more stuff. Get a radio-quality original song that's totally unique to your relationship. It only takes four to seven days, but the song will last forever. 
And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gift it to can listen to it anytime, anywhere. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. So, Nakia... Um Ugh. and and OG Jared are talking Ugh. and the key is like I know you and Colin are friends but um this is like I want to still make again she's th- this is this a same beat of I want to make sure I'm the f- most important person yes um I just I wonder if any show ever Bachelor or any any other show where there was one man and there was a lot of women ever had to worry about this. Or ever took it as a point? No, but it's just that's it. That's never going to happen with a show where it's one man. But why? Because of the sexism and the, what and the roles of men and women and the way. Right. That's just never going to that. The, the, we're not going to have shows that are. This, but why not? Because why? So, so why? So how this? I'll go forward. Why does it happen with women finding men, and it doesn't happen for men finding women? Uh, you can't just it? say because of sexism. No, well, just tell me. I no, I'm answer. just I'm I'm asking why you think that. No, because it's they're not going to have they're because there's already we've had this history of uh, men being in control and men telling women what to do. So if there was a show of a men of, of a man saying I'm the I'm the most important thing here and telling women not to interact with other women people would look at that as uh very sexist is that what you're asking i think no i'm i think i'm more asking why why the men why because the women have a problem with the men having relationships with one another Mm -hmm. and i'm saying if a if in a like a show like the bachelor there should be others but um i i just don't think it's a concern and maybe it's just that women women find the whole thing feels very competitive. And mm-hmm. so maybe women are too competitive to form real friendships. Sometimes but we saw mm-hmm. it with love is blind too. The women did find friendships. The men were never intimidated by them. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's what I'm asking you. Why do you, why do you think that's the case? I think that there, this, I, th- I think they're the, with this show there, I'm imagining, I don't know what it's like to be a woman dating. So, but with the whole f boy component, yeah, f boys are known of never being focused on one woman. They're always right. they're 
like they said, they've got two phones. They've always got three women on the line. We've heard right. the guys. So I think maybe it comes from more of that place. Like, you need to focus on me. The one. Because F-boy is never focused on me. They're right. always focused on everyone I, else. I get that. I think that's not solving the problem, though. It's, it feels desperate. Every time, but the I women- think that's probably where that comes from. Because if Maybe. I think back of ways they've described f boys, f boys are described a lot, and the way that the, the self proclaimed f boys have talked, so they can't got focus on one so woman. many chicks as they call them. On they're talking to so many women all the time. So it's because these three women have felt ignored. And they've all been cheated that, on. That they all, all need about, to be the center. They've all been cheated on, not only cheated on, but even cheated right. on by guys hooked up with their friends. But even but even with other men, we're what? saying. they were with other men? No, I'm saying, but Sorry, even, 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 even the men having friendships with other men is too it, much. It, it seems a jump of why they would make that, but it does seem, I, I don't know, I'm just imagining, I don't yeah. know where that, you know, I wouldn't care at all if yeah. somebody was... I, that's that's the thing, and I think that that may be a thing. Being men, yeah, I don't, don't know if we, yeah, if we would, yeah, uh, if we would uh, think about why it, we just don't know what that's like. I guess, yeah, that's why I, I I can't wrap my brain around it. Yeah, I'm too much of a man. I'm I, very masculine, <laughs> but and maybe it is a, but maybe it is. A, but think about what if the show was all women? What if it was like all women were vying for like a, you know a three dating women? That's true. Like, how would you feel if another if a, a Nakia of a lesbian group told another woman like you can't talk to Shanice or something? That's very true, and I wouldn't understand that either. So yeah, I don't think I would understand that either. Yeah. Well, I think that's different because that that they would be potentially romantic, but these men are not potentially. They're all straight, but y'all. If opposing. this was a show with just all lesbians, they'd all be fucking each other. <laughs> and, because and every y'all, les- the alcohol would be flowing. I, oh, they would be sponsored. There by would be absolute. So many drunk brawls. lesbians making out with each other. Oh, it would. I would watch. If you've that ever show. drank with lesbians, y'all. Ooh, they can drink. I would watch that show. Yeah, um, they can put it away. Uh, they drink me under the table. So, so let's. Yeah, so let's, OG Jared's talking to her, and then so uh, he sucks. He basically the problem with Jared is he talks to her, but then Jared OG Jared brings up Colin a lot yeah. to her. Yeah, wonder why he's focused on another man. Wonder why I don't. Uh, I mean, Colin's my not, friend, <laughs> and anyway, so Colin comes over. They. Jared walks away. Within 10 seconds, Colin's making out with Nakia. Literally, y'all, not even, like, yeah. not even a conversation. It's like, hey, how are you? Full on 10 seconds, they're making out. Yeah. Now, Jared sees this and goes, now, and he goes back to Nakia to talk to about this, and she's kind of like, so what? So what? I can't pay attention to him because he's sitting by the pool, and y'all... I swear to God, he's wearing Barbara Mandrell boots. <laughs> They're sway bar- Come at me if you remember Barbara Mandrell his, boots. His fashion. Everything is so extra yep, about y'all, him. His body, his bought, jewelry, his he, hair, he his skin. all this at Zara. It's just so... Actually, not at Zara. This was bought at Top Man. I bet his cologne is overpowering. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 
it's just so extra with him. And it's, it's just him. it's his whole personality. And I just go, I feel like you're compensating or trying to distract me from something. Ooh, what could that be? What could that be? Uh, we'll reveal it later. Uh, so I so he's upset about that happening and she can't understand. Now, honestly, if I was OG Jared, I might be a little pissed off, too. Yeah. Um, but Nakia's kind of there. It's the same idea of what. But no, that's that's the way things are here. You know, it's hard for I will say something about the show. Definitely. It's. Um, you know, if the, with if men start to get a little upset, it does play these women. I think I don't know if they get triggered by it. But it's almost like, don't become the angry man. Yeah, Especially they really do. in our culture, angry black man. Like, mm-hmm. we've got those types of tropes. In our, so it's, I think Jared, OG Jared, is just kind of raising, like, it's just sad. when You, you know what a lot of it is? Is men can't say, when that happened, that really hurt my feelings. Yep. That really made me feel like you weren't connected to me. I st- Instead, they get angry. I still think it has to do with, Especially CJ Nakia. Sarah, to a lesser extent, um, but she still has it. Of No, the attention's not on me. The attention, mm-hmm. We're not talking about me right now. Possibly, Your attention yeah. should be, you should be competing with every one of those 23 men. Yeah. And that's it. You shouldn't be thinking about what they do. Yeah. But in a way, that's not strategy. No. So, of course, they're going to be thinking about what yeah. the other men are going to do. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. This once we're in, we're into the second tier of this show, and the non-realism fall, is falling away a little bit. And this is when I kind of go, mm, just tasting the air and going, it's not some of this isn't adding up for me. Mm. I don't know. You you guys know me. My bullshit meters, uh, it's even with reality shows concerned, is pretty high. <laughs> but even OG Jared, he says that annoys the shit out of me. That pisses me off. He says he's thinking about withdrawal. It makes me want to withdraw. It come on. And he doesn't really talk about it. It, 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 it hurting. Where Nakia's just like, let's just stop it. We should pick this up another day, and kind of totally dismisses him. So yeah. y'all, it's the <laughs> next day, and they have this dance off thing. It's funny. It's ridiculous. CJ it's tells fun. a really funny story where she was in a the weekend music video as a dancer, and they <laughs> completely cut her out because she's such a horrible dancer. It made me laugh. Um. So basically, Nik- oh, Nakia does say something that is true, y'all. She says. You can tell the way a man is in bed by the way he dances. That's true. I agree with that. I've experienced that. And that pretty much how I dance, especially in a dirty segment, is how I am when, when I'm in bed. Oh, poodle just, <laughs> y'all, pup, Poodle bumps and grinds to a Viennese waltz. He kind of lifts his hands in the air and he makes this face <laughs> that's kind of like the Joker from the Batman. It's really disgusting. It's really disgusting. I, I don't want to see me dance either. Um, I don't so blame you. Fernando, Fernando dances. Fernando. There was something in the air that need Fernando. So I have to. Uh, so team- Garrett's pick last for the teams and it's glorious. <laughs> It makes me so happy. He, oh. Yeah, he's he's really eating some humble pie this episode. So, uh, Team Nakia, she's she's a dancer, y'all. She can she can. Yeah, move. and they did. I mean, y'all, we can go through all the dances. There, 
There's, it's fun. She CJ's does, just fun. She does step on men trying to again. The show is the show is is going that way, but then at the end we have to find make quote meaningful relationships. The thing is, is I think this show would have done really, really well if someone had the 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 forethought to have done this in the 90s oh in the late 90s that is so smart because now y'all what with what's happening what we realize now with me too and with all that we realize sexism feminism misogyny just doesn't affect no women yeah it's even like what's her name from uh harry potter talks a lot about this in her work on sexism uh Um, emma 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 roberts Right? Yeah. No, Emma Hermione. Ro- Her, is it Emma Roberts? Emma Roberts. Is no, that, that's, that's, that's Julia Roberts. That's, that's Julia Roberts. Uh, Emma Watson. Emma Watson. Thank you. She, y'all, it's a really great How speech. did you just correct me? <laughs> yes. But she talks about how, like, it's not just about training women to be strong women. Right. It's training men to be soft men. Right. To be sensitive men. To be men who respect yeah. women. So it's this whole idea that we're all, it's like what we're experiencing now yeah. with racism. And so and so when, when the women Now are, with this not this show doesn't fully work with that because yeah. this show I get it wants to be like you're a fuck boy, yeah. you're bad. But let's our, flip this on it let's flip this on its edge. But let's y'all see what this happens. is a culture that we just made a movie the best rated R-rated movie of all time was a movie called The Joker where we saw the humanity of a sociopath who kills people. Right. That's the society we're becoming, which is great. Um, but – and also the women are – even though they have a problem with hearing the men refer to each other as bitches, CJ repeatedly says – he's acting like a little bitch. Exactly. So, so it's like – that's – again, that's a delve at misogyny. Yeah. Which is interesting to me as someone who's raised by two gay men. I know. It's, it's, it, it's very— Well, it's like when she calls Casey's boyfriend as Garrett. She really—yeah, you're right. She weaponizes that. So it's—which she doesn't realize she's working into misogyny yep. by calling men bitches. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway. Because so, I've never had anybody call me bitch in the bedroom at all, ever. <laughs> I, I would be so turned actually, I'd I actually haven't. be really turned off by I that. haven't had that actually. It's like when they say, I want to fuck your pussy to me. Not familiar. <laughs> Not familiar. It turns me right off. I I go right out of it. I'm usually kind of not even really hearing what they're saying <laughs> at that point. Oh, for me, it's all about the dirty just talk. Kind of, the pillow's it's usually just... over my head at that point, so it's just muffled. <laughs> <laughs> You're so, I, I turn around to look him in the eye. Don't look at me in the eye! And, okay! And they're so drunk at that point, yeah. they can't even really say yeah, anything. It's, it's, you have to get them that way. It's uh, So, yeah, the only thing that's important about these dances, y'all, more than all, uh, Nikki ends up winning. Uh, but Sarah's dance is okay, except for, y'all, remember Cameron used to be an exotic dancer? <laughs> Cameron goes all in. And, and everyone was uncomfortable. Except for me. Yeah, you like him. Oh, I, think I was like. I think he's a. A weirdo. Watching him bump and grind on her, I was just like, going home, I'm going home. <laughs> oh, it was beautiful. So Sarah was freaked out. Yeah. But y'all um, know I enjoy a dick dancer quite a bit. So we will move on. Over. The people who are asked to um, stay, uh, they get to, I think they get to choose... Um, people to Hold say, on, right? I just want to say that Oh yes, they get people that have to say it So we talked about CJ picked Casey So we already talked about that 
Nakia picks OG Jared and Sarah picks Chris. <laughs> I still don't know why. I wrote, girl, girl. Anyway, can we talk about, let's talk about Sarah and Chris in the hot tub. Oh, this was cringe. Oh, he boy. He kept saying, uh, don't you feel like he's always selling you a car? Yeah, he's like, I'm looking really good in the hot tub, so I know I'm going to really like get some, make some progress here. Yeah. I know I'm going to get gets at least one finger in her. <laughs> That's what he's thinking. Yeah. He's, y'all, I was attracted to him at first. I can't even watch him now. He's so gross. And that's saying something that I don't want to bang a douchebag. Uh, I think if you were both having a drink in the corner of the library bar. Oh, I love that bar. He, he <laughs> combines reading and. <laughs> that's why I brought it up. And just sluts. And if you're in the corner and he starts whispering in your. Oh, think, in a second. Yeah, there we are. Oh, oh I am just a slut still. <laughs> yeah, you oh. are. You are. I can't, just when I think I've gotten. I've gotten. I've leveled up. I'm still a slut. Yeah. Mm. So um, still a vinegar baby. Uh, so Chris is like, now's the time when you bring your A game. Um, and so he actually tries to, he tries to kiss her. Yeah. And she's and like, tries um, to feed her. And she, yeah, he tries to feed her. She's like, hey, we're just talking right now. Yeah. And, and he's like, I was gonna lick this off your face, and then he does a total like burp, burp, f boy, f boy. And so the next thing, Nakia is talking to. Uh, old OG Jared, and I want to ask you: When women say this, and do, I, don't, I wonder if men say this to women, I but I hear women say this to men, especially questionable men. I think you're trouble. To me, that men take that as almost a compliment. Wait, I feel like you've said that to guys. <laughs> Yes. And men have said that to you. And I've been, they have told me that. So you And answer, they were right. <laughs> so you answer that question. What is you're the one to answer cuz no I'm one has saying, ever told me I'm trouble. I'm saying oh I've had a lot. Yeah, I'd have not Oh god, boy. Give, give me <laughs> I, Yeah, I I'm not familiar but, with this. But I'm honest. saying um why do what what I would ask is I feel like some if a man is an F boy and a woman says, I think you're trouble. In a lot of ways, he'd think, huh, huh, yeah, I am. Mm-hmm. It's, and I think for her, I mean, I'm th- trying to think of why would Nakia say it out loud? Why would she verbalize it? Because she wants a bad boy. Yeah, it, that's okay. Thank you. Because you want a bad boy. That's yeah. why you say it. So there's a little bit of. Right? I'm asking that. Yes, because okay, there's yeah. a little bit of the role play of. Watch, um, you're a bad boy. I kind of, kind of, kind of really want to say when you're making out and someone's on top of you and you feel their hard dick rubbing up against your leg, the id takes over. Right. No, I agree. So they're making out, you guys, and uh, and she says, "When I'm making out, when I'm making out with Jared, everything melts away." Again, she she loses all of her. Yeah. Little bit of common sense that she has when it comes to dating. It's a shame because she's not she's not getting her hand on one little thing with OG Jared, yeah, maybe. But you know what I do think it's good for people to watch? Like, Nakia's not a stupid person. Like, no. she's a smart person. If we saw her in the world, we'd say, she's a smart person. But y'all... In relationships, she relationship just loses intelligence it. is a different yeah. thing than your education, than your job. Totally. Because it goes... It harkens back to that 
she's young a babe in the woods. Part of us, that child that needs yeah. to be loved. So we skip the we skip the CJKC conversation. We've already we talked already about. talked about that. So um, the next day at the nice guy grotto, uh, you saw this right? This isn't a secret scene. Um, nope. <laughs> Y'all, they're they're making milkshakes. They're I, making protein shakes. It's um. Uh, it's, uh, who, I'd it's love Ma- to make milkshakes with these two. Yeah, it was Matt and who else? No, not Matt. Uh, no, Matt uh, um, who was nice it? guys? I, you know, I didn't even write down Me who it either. was because I was just staring. My hand at was the in screen. my pants. Great, y'all. They're just at one point they pour milk on each other. And one just throws protein chowder in his face, and it was like, this is like a porn, y'all. <laughs> but that, again, goes back to why this show would have been so great in the late 90s yeah. and early 2000s, because those are the things we saw women do yeah. in commercials yeah. that now we know is wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and so You're right. It is. It, so the show is going off of these nostalgic tropes that we have of women yeah. and putting it on men, and it's a little outdated. I. I would say two thousand two, three. Yeah, yeah. If we had coined the term "f boy" back then, because the, you're right, the show is trying to do something like post Me Too for women to say we don't need to have deal with these f boys anymore. However, it shows every woman in the three of these women kind of being thrown by them because we used to say, and we're getting away from this now. It's it's hard. But we used to say, um, if I try not to say, I try not to call women badasses anymore. Yeah. Or a badass bitch or whatever. I try not to say a woman has balls because it, I don't well, say that anymore. I don't either. say that. But, um, but, yeah. but a lot of people do. A lot of, In the 90s and early 2000s that. was to be a strong woman meant you had to be a man. were a bitch. You had to be yeah. a bitchy, mean Devil wears Prada type of person to make right. it ahead in the world. And I think in the, the show is world, building up still women. And sadly, it happens still a lot. Yeah. But yeah, so anyway. So the next thing at Limbro, they are, they all miss female energy. And one suggests building a sand Israel. lady. Israel said, let's build a sand lady. And he sleeps by her. Y'all, I think they fucked this sand lady. <laughs> it's tr- yeah, I think they did too. Um, y'all, and then Garrett says, I'm shocked that Sarah picked Chris. Because um, he's got a little dick. And that was a horrible thing to say. And the fact that Garrett was talking about their dicks. and he I said, was aroused. He said that his dick is pretty much, he says big. I was aroused. And he's, he's correct, it is. I can't really speak to Chris's. It's actually, it's not huge, but I don't think it's tiny. Uh, Chris has a beautiful ass that you want to eat salad yeah. on. Just like. A, a, just like a good, why do you want to eat salad good, on it because well, you want to toss weird. a salad oh yeah. i see get that wendy's one with, with <laughs> strawberries in it and bacon it'll be great my mama said it's wonderful oh, it was God. the only healthy salad i could get in ardmore i hate to tell you that's not a healthy salad it's the only one i could get in ardmore <laughs> everybody said either go there or chick-fil-a but i couldn't have homophobia with my lettuce <laughs> So I went to Wendy's. Is that really the only salad you can get? Like decent salad, yeah. You can get the shake salads at Mac, at, at McDonald's. They have less calories than that one. The shake salad. Yeah, you shake them. They come in a little. Who's going to go to McDonald's and get a salad? Sorry. Just talking you, about it. When have you been to McDonald's and got a Never. salad? Thank you. Never. You just talked about it, though. So the next like day. Going to Brahms and getting sugar-free sorbet. <laughs> The next day, the, the, the women are talking to Nikki, 
And CJ's got on black lipstick for some reason. I what are you th- what are your thoughts on black lipstick, especially during the day? I it works better on darker skin tones. It does. Um, but I'm not I'm not really a fan of it. Yeah. It's it's a choice, but with on a with a certain dramatic makeup, it works. I like makeup that that brings out the features of you. Yeah, um, unless it's a costume, black lipstick makes people look at your black lipstick. Yeah, you're right. Whereas a pretty red lipstick makes people go, "Wow, you have beautiful lips." It's I understand if you're using it like as a if your if your makeup that night is very exotic. And uh, and it does work better on especially black people. Yes, um, but love even, it. It's even though CJ look. is darker skinned than others, but it, it just, just still it looks severe. It looks severe. Yeah. Yeah. Not a fan. Um. So they uh they were they're talking about Casey, and this is an interesting way on how she explains this to Nikki. Uh, he said he wanted to establish who was in charge. Yes, and so think about it. Women feel like they're not in charge right. of fuckboys. And so that goes back to, I think it's this fuckboy thing of, I'm making sure it's a, I think it's in a way, honestly, CJ, they all talk about they don't know their pickers. Right. And CJ said all along, I don't know if Casey's a fuckboy or a nice guy. If she's not in control, then right. she's not going to feel safe with No, them. I just think it's so telling. Yeah. The way, and, but now I, I want to ask one more question. Let's say... Because what's what happens after this show? What happens? Ideally, the women find their nice guy or they reform their fuckboy. And the ideal of the show is they live happily ever after with this nice guy or mm. reformed fuckboy. Yeah. How do you build a relationship on with the woman in charge? Always. Yeah, I don't think the show's thinking about that kind <laughs> of stuff. But I'm saying the ideal of the show is that. Yeah. Um... And I think that's where Casey was trying to go so clumsily mm-hmm. and um, and miscalculatingly, if that's a word. I like it. Um. So uh, I they. A, I'm. I can you want to talk about elimination now? Yes. So she's uh, in. Uh, CJ's in mourning for. She's in black. She's lost hope. Uh, this is when I kind of went. Oh, we're, you're you're on this be a show. You're not on this, and so stop being sincere about it. No, and I don't think she yeah. is very tongue-in-cheek. And so CJ— No, it's not even tongue-in-cheek. This is just she's having fun and saying something else in her confessionals. Well, yes. And CJ picks Casey and Kevin. Sarah picks Cameron and Anthony. Don't remember Anthony. Nope. And Nakia picks Tariq and Paul. Don't remember Tariq at all. Nope. I don't think I've ever seen him. Nope, nope. And so Sarah, um, Sarah says to Anthony— you don't really know us. And she said to Cameron, the lap dance wasn't wasn't great. Didn't go any <laughs> Didn't go good. And even Cameron says, My mom's not gonna be happy to see that. <laughs> um Nakia says, uh, Tariq, I tried to tell you to make a connection. You haven't. And Paul, she said You're a nice guy and everyone loves you. We but- love you, but nobody feels romantic yeah. with and CJ, she picks Kevin because she said you don't have a connection. And Casey, she said Last last night was messy, and I don't do messy, and so that's kind of where we are. And so the end pick is Sarah picks Cameron to go, Nakia picks Tariq to go, and CJ because she's not going to pick Casey. No, because she's Kevin, playing a game. Because she's playing a game. Um, 
that's when and I was like, I watched this and I okay, that's great. And then Nikki said, Wait a minute. And I went, Baking powder? What? Baking powder? <laughs> Y'all, tonight is different. You know what? I'm going to pretend to be Nikki. And Poodle, I want you to do a... This is our first personal reenactment. Oh. I'm going to be Nikki, and then I want you to do your reenactment of when you watch this. Okay. Okay. And action. Hello, I'm Nikki Glaser. And tonight, however, is going to be... I can't wait. Different. Go fill up a drink. Everyone's going home. All six of you are eliminated. I can't believe this shit. No, no, no. <laughs> Not Casey. Don't eliminate Casey. <laughs> I did. I screamed what? I know. <laughs> I mean, I was didn't scream. I think I was in airport when I watched this. So now it's interesting. And then you see. We're saying goodbye to all six of you. You see CJ go, no, that's not possible because she, unlike the other two women, she had no intention of eliminating Casey. No. She wanted to punish him and show her uh, her, um, her dominance over yeah, him. For sure. And we haven't seen that. Yeah. Uh, and I feel like the producers saw that. And this this is where I think like they're starting to fuck with her a little bit. Yeah. Um, and And you guys... When they say this, um, that means all six are going home. We find out who is a nice guy oh, yeah, and let's who's play a fuck boy. So I got all these right. I think I did too, actually. Um, yes, I did. Uh, actually, no. I was wrong. I got Kevin wrong. But we'll, we'll go through this. Okay. Uh, so Paul, nice guy. Nice guy. Ding. Ding. Tariq. Nice guy. I like who? So yeah. I assume he was a nice Cameron. guy. Nice, nice guy. guy. A nice guy who's an exotic dancer. No, I, Sign me up. Because he, this is this is strange. The nice guys have the hardest problems relating to these women, you guys. They do. Because and the, what does that tell you? Because, but that's what this show, these these women always choose fuckboys. Yes. It, it, what the, what, you know what I do like about this show? What this show, I almost wish, I like that Nikki is the, a host. I almost wish it was Nikki paired with like a therapist or something. That's what yeah we were. That's what I was saying about too hot to handle when Our, they would do like um what's the show that we love so much the best dating show we that season we saw that was the best uh the MTV show. Are you the one, y'all? If you haven't seen the polyamorous season of Are You the oh, One, we're gonna so say good. again one of the best. But I think that it Doctor Pepper Schwartz. Dr. No, that's um that's, that's married at first sight. sight. But um I yes it's it's this idea of. We we and if we don't become conscious of our patterns, right. we repeat our dating patterns. So, but Exhibit A, Nakia, and so y'all, Anthony, fuck boy, fuck boy, we knew that. Kevin, one. fuck boy. what? Kevin. I never heard him speak a word. Never heard him fuck. But I, was I like, said he was fuck. a nice guy. Yeah, I I called him as fuck boy. Mm-hmm. And y'all, we find out Casey, fuck boy, is I had cemented it by now. And so you so. weren't surprised when he said it. Mm-mm. And then Casey says, you He's know, like, I messed up one time. And CJ says to him, she's like, this isn't my idea. Right. I wasn't going to send you home. I wasn't going to do it. Yeah, but just. And I think this is what underneath is CJ knew he was a fuck boy. Mm-hmm. She knew she didn't want him to be. 
but she knows that she knows what that is like. And this is honestly, this is the first time I think both of them were real in oh, front yeah. of each other. This is because they being both real. had to say, "Wait a minute!" But I care about you, and I care about you. They both have been playing a game. I I totally agree. But what happened after you guys? Not on her part. She just kind of sat there. Yes, but that this happens. Was real. This was motherfucking five. real. It was good. And Casey says, "Well, I'm going to say my piece and scene show ends." And we'll Poodle, see you the next episode. What did you do bitches. when the show ended? <laughs> I immediately watched the next episode because that's what I do. That's what Poodle. Does. Even though I was told not to, I did it anyway. And then I watched episode six after episode <laughs> then, five, and then he goes off on tangents. <clears throat> But that's I have fine. a, I have a lot. Well, I had a lot to say this episode because I feel like you're exactly right that this was real, and this catapults us into this second tier of the show that doesn't necessarily work with the fun show. Yeah, that what we've I, had. What I like about this show, and you've watched way more than you said you didn't. I kind of like it that this show is. Remember, y'all, the people that produce this show, and there's a great article in Deadline. Love is blind. I don't know if you. It's Love is blind and The Bachelor. Yeah, they're the show creators of this. A woman and a man mm-hmm. are the show creators of this. If you th- did, you read that Deadline Mm-mm. article? Their no. interview. It's a great interview, and I kind of love that this show is saying we're setting up these rules. Then we're totally not even paying y'all. We still to this. Even Sarah's commented, "No one knows how you win the money until the last episode." Oh my god! No one knows. I I will say I'm okay with the rules being changed. I'm not okay with the ethos and the ideal of the game being messed yeah. with. And I, I think that's where I am. We'll see how the show works when it ends. Because, because any show has to have some type of emotional We're going to eat crow because we have strong opinions. And then at the sh- end, the show completely manipulates us and we love that's it. That's what I'm saying. We're manipulated because the, we want to see, we love reality shows about dating and love. We do. We love love. It's, it's the most compelling. Love love. Y'all, I also love to the bathroom. I got to pee. We're this in- is a long episode. We're ending this show. I'm glad we're two times longer than the actual episode. But you know what, y'all? <laughs> That's- I had a lot to say. Don't, I'm sorry. Don't. Can the next episode, can you put a butt in it for next episode? <laughs> Please. I'll try. Please. Well, we'll see you next time. Until then, go Go fuck poodle. Well, me. Wait. <laughs> if you live in the Los Angeles area and you're a fuck boy, fuck me. Come fuck us. Fuck <laughs> us. Fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle? 
or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 